Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is March 31st, 2022, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. Great to be back with you today. We're going to recap Wednesday's huge 11 game slate, and it really was huge for our rookies. I mean, we had some dominant performances, some career highs, uh, so it's a lot to go over for Wednesday's, Wednesday's recap. So let's get straight to it like there's nothing to it. First, we're going to start off with the Memphis Grizzlies. They defeated the San Antonio Spurs 112 to 111. This game was a bit of a disappointment for our rookies, uh, to say the least. Uh, Zaire Williams came off the bench for Memphis, 11 minutes, had three points, one rebound, one steal. And this is from last game. He had eight points, four rebounds, four assists. So we were hoping for more of a repeat of that performance, but not so much in this one. But Memphis got the win, so that's all that matters. Santi Aldama was called up from the G League. He just had a dominant performance in the G League, and I thought he may possibly get some minutes, but he did not. But at least he's on the bench and not in the G League. But his last performance in the G League, he had 23 points, 15 rebounds. So that's great to see. He is more of a guy you're going to look forward to next year. And it may not even happen next year, but the year after that, Santi Aldama is a guy that I believe could replace Steven Adams. Uh, I think he's better than Xavier Tillman. Uh, we'll just have to see how the roster progresses, but Santi Aldama is very talented. He was their first round pick in addition to Zaire Williams. So it's not like he's a late round pick or anything. He was the last pick in the first round. So he's a, valuable member and important member to this team and they're going to put him out there when he's ready but they have no need to rush because they're such a good team <clears throat> so for the Spurs uh, Josh Primo started alongside DeJounte Murray alongside Devin Vassell so they clearly are trying to push him into minutes and developmental minutes uh, but he only played 15 minutes and he had no production except for re- one rebound, two assists, one steal, and one block. Well, I mean, he had something in every category except points. <laughs> so it is interesting, though, that he only played 15 minutes. Great that he started, but um, we'll see what happens with that. He's been starting every now and then lately, uh, but he is the future of this team. Same with Santi Aldama. I don't know if it'll be next year, or but it could be the year after. Because, you know, with DeJounte Murray, with Devin Vassell, I don't see how Primo surpasses them. And I don't think he's big enough to play alongside them. So we will see. Um, But very talented. I could see a big trade in the future for the Spurs uh, coming soon, coming soon. Uh, On the bench, Joe Weiskamp was a DMP. And Jacques Landell only played four minutes, had no points, but just one rebound. So that covers that game. Next game, the Atlanta Hawks defeated the OKC Thunder, 136 to 118. For the Hawks, we were looking forward to Jalen Johnson. Uh, you know, he had a good performance last game. This game, not even with the team. Clearly in the G League. So that was disappointing for me. Uh, obviously, they also have Sharif Cooper. If you have not forgotten about him, he should have been a first-round pick. Fell to mid-second round. But if you hadn't heard his name in a while, he recently had 
a 42-point game with the G League uh, College Park, Atlanta Hawks G League squad, 42 points and the game winner. Hit seven three-pointers in that one. So he was dominant. Um, It's just a matter of time, which will probably be next year, (laughs) if they feel he has grown enough to be the backup to Trey Young. Um, You know, DeLon Wright is the backup at this point, and he played 26 minutes and had zero points. So, I mean, Lou Williams, more than likely this will be his last year with the Hawks. So hopefully Shreve Cooper and Jalen Johnson will be moved up into a bigger, bigger, better role next year. But just wanted to give you a little update on Shreve Cooper. He is still that guy. So um, for OKC, you know, they're sitting everyone. Everyone's injured. But we have a few rookies left standing. Aaron Wiggins played 34 minutes, had 13 points, four rebounds, and three assists. Decent. I mean, he scored in double digits, so that's good. (laughs) There's a lot of games where he scored eight or less. So uh, we still want more from Aaron Wiggins. He's talented enough to do more. I mean, he honestly, in my opinion, he could score 20 points a game. But I don't know what OKC is looking for or if he's nervous and timid out there or what. But he's probably the most talented offensive player on the squad as consistent right now. You know, Shea is out. Josh Giddy is out. Uh, Lou Dort is out. Uh, you know, everyone's out. Darius Baisley's out. <laughs> so, but the good news is Jeremiah Robinson Earl was back. Uh, he has been out for almost two months, I would think, with an injury. He came back, he played 16 minutes, had nine points, three rebounds, two assists, and one steal. He came off the bench. And that's a lot of production in 16 minutes. So uh, it's really, really unfortunate he got hurt when he did. He's a guy that could have pushed for second team all-rookie, I feel. And I definitely think he would have got better as the season progressed. And he already was uh, pretty good. So uh, he's a guy you can look into for next year. Uh, He definitely should get some minutes next year and be better in those minutes. He's more, he's kind of like a Draymond Green type, do everything, dirty work type of guy. But, you know, he's not really getting assist or playmaking like that. But he's a guy you can look forward to next year. Uh, Vic Kretschke did start, played 35 minutes, but he had a horrible game. He went one for 10 from the field, one for six from three. He knocked down all his free throws, so that helped him out to finish with nine points, five rebounds five assists and two steals, but whew, one for 10, that is, that is, that's hard to do. <laughs> it's so bad. It's hard to do, uh, but the best rookie on the team of the night uh, on the OKC Thunder for tonight was Lindy Waters, the third. He played 33 minutes off the bench, nine for 15 from the field, seven for 13 from three. That's incredible. At 25 points, four rebounds, one assist, and one steal. So, Lindy Waters, uh, definitely the best game of his career. We've been talking him up lately. You know, he has, you know, it's like some roller coaster type of games. One game 15, one game 5, one game 10, one game 2. This one went off for 25. So, you know, if you don't know who he is, he's a rookie from Oklahoma State. And not a typical rookie because he's 24 years old. So um, 
he's older, <clears throat> Chris Duarte style, but you know, undrafted, came out of nowhere. And okay, see, you know, that's what they do. Um, they're all about scouting and finding young talent that can be something. They're a little more into that than winning, it seems like. Like that's the fun part for them. That's what I used to do on the NCAA football games uh, on PlayStation and stuff. I love the recruiting and getting the players, but then when it was time to play, I didn't really care about that part <laughs> as much, you know. So I believe that's what OKC is up to right now, just to finding talent, finding talent from anywhere and everywhere and seeing what sticks. And, you know, Lindy Waters, to score 25 points, hit seven threes, he will stick. He will be back, if not with this team next year, some other team, because if you can even get close to this production, Again, I mean, wow, that's great. And especially to be undrafted, that's that's a great find right there. Now, for the next game, we have the Sacramento Kings defeated the Houston Rockets 121 to 118. And Davion Mitchell once again started and was incredible. 11 for 22 from the field, that's 50%. 24 points, five rebounds, eight assists, one steal, and one block. And that's just incredible. I mean, Davion Mitchell stepping right in, playing, uh, filling that De'Aaron Fox uh, big gaping hole that left the lineup. You know, he scores, uh, De'Aaron Fox probably scores around 24 points a game himself. So for him, Davion to fill in that and get the eight assists, I mean, that's just incredible production. It also shows you a glimpse of why they felt they could trade Tyrese Halliburton because of Davion can do this alongside De'Aaron Fox. I mean, that's incredible. And that's a backcourt that you can do some things with in the future. Uh, It's based on Davion's progression and development, but I think he's talented enough to do it or something like this with De'Aaron Fox. And they have Demontis Sabonis on top of it. They just have a lot of holes everywhere else. (laughs) Uh, you know, Harrison Barnes is getting older, uh, but very impressive from Davion Mitchell. And he is soon going to make the Sacramento Kings fans forget about Tyrese Halliburton. Possibly. We'll see. <laughs> they loved Halliburton in Sacramento. Uh, for the Rockets, Uzma Garuba started. Alvarez and goes out. Christian Wood was out. So Garuba finally got a start with some big minutes, 26 minutes. Ended up with eight points, seven rebounds, no other stats. I mean, I was never a big fan of Uzman Garuba. A lot of people were. I felt he shouldn't have been a first-round pick at all. He ended up going in the 20s. But, yeah, I mean, I've not seen anything to make me think otherwise that he was not a first-round pick. Um, But I know some people are thinking his defense and he's raw. So, it'll take some time. But... No, no, no. That's all I'm going to say, no. (laughs) But burying the league, Jalen Green started once again, 11 for 25 from the field, finished with 32 points, two rebounds, and two assists. Great, great, great production. That's back-to-back 30-point games for Jalen Green, really finding his groove out there. And, I mean, the shooting percentage is decent. So six for 14 from three, uh, that's about 40%. Um, not much you can say. I mean, it's it's good that he's out here finding himself, I feel, and 
learning to fail, learning to make mistakes, learning to fix those mistakes. And a lot of people projected that after the halfway break, after the all-star break, he could turn it on, kind of like um, Anthony Edwards did in Minnesota last year. He struggled in the beginning a little bit, but then toward the end of the year, greatness. And we're seeing that with Jalen Green. Off the bench, we have Josh Christopher, who had a great game last game, but this game, not so much. Six points, four rebounds, five assists, but those five steals, ladies and gentlemen. Josh Christopher had five steals. That's insane. That's an insane amount of steals. You have to love it. But his field goal percentage was two for nine. So, like, here's a guy. What should I do? Is he a rookie of the night? Six points? No. Field goal percentage? No. But rebounds, assists, and steals are good. So we will see. We'll see. I might throw him in there at the end. Uh, Dacia Nix also came off the bench 18 minutes, only had four points, two rebounds, and one assist. So that was an interesting game right there. You never know which ones will be. (laughs) Next game, the Raptors defeated the Minnesota Timberwolves 125-102. to For Minnesota, Leandro Balmaro only played four minutes and had one rebound. For the Raptors, Scotty Barnes started, of course. Great field goal percentage, seven for nine from the field. Finished with 17 points, five rebounds, four assists, one steal, and one block. I mean, what else can you say about this guy? Uh, Scotty Barnes is incredible. Top three rookie of the year right now with ability to pass. Evan Mobley or Kay Cunningham, we will see. But, I mean, shooting this high of a field goal percentage and putting up stats in every other category, great way to start stating your case. Uh, off the bench, Delano Bontan played four minutes, had four points, one rebound, and one assist. And that's it for this game. Next game, the Heat defeated the Celtics 106-98. The Heat did not use any rookies, and of course, the Celtics did not use any rookies. So, next game, the Wizards defeated the Magic 127 to 110. For the Magic, of course, Franz Wagner, 31 minutes, 11 for 20 from the field, perfect from three point range, perfect from the free throw line. Franz Wagner ended up with 28 points, five rebounds, two assists, and one block. You hope to see more. All around stats, like one steal, two blocks, et cetera, et cetera. But that's really just being picky. Franz had a great game, and we hope to see more like this from him in the future. Uh, and Jalen Sucks is still out right now. It's really disappointing, but what can you do? For the Wizards, Corey Kisper started again, 36 minutes, had 11 points, three rebounds, one assist, and one steal. Anthony Gill off the bench, seven points, three rebounds, no other stats. And that does it for this game. Let me double check on Jeff Dowling. I never I never remember him, but yes. <clears throat> Jeff Dowling is on the magic, 24-year-old rookie from Rhode Island. Let me not forget him. He did have two points and two steals. So Steals are hard to come by, so that's something you can look out for. Anyway, the next game, the Nuggets defeated the Pacers 125-118. to 118. For the Nuggets, Bones Highlands had a great game. I wanted to add S on everything. Bones Highland had a great game, 27 minutes, 8 for 14 from the field. 
finished with 20 points, four rebounds, seven assists, one steal, and one block. I mean, he really was getting it in in every category uh, and alongside with the scoring. So that's a truly great performance by Bones. For the Pacers, Terry Taylor started, played 36 minutes, finished with 18 points, nine rebounds, two assists, two steals, and one block. The great, great, great performance by Terry Taylor. You know, Malcolm Brogdon was supposed to be back, but they keep resting him. So I think they may rest him for the rest of the season. Uh, O'Shea Brissett was out as well. Chris Duarte is out. So Zona got still out. But good to see Terry Taylor step up. And his opportunity. Dwayne Washington came off the bench. Five points and two assists. Kiefer Sykes, 10 points and two assists and one steal. So, next game we have the Mavericks defeated the Cavs 120 to 112. The Mavericks are not using any rookies right now. They did call up Brandon Knight, but obviously we know he's a veteran. For the Cavs, almost didn't have a rookie in this one since Evan Mobley was diagnosed out for a little while but they do have rj nimhart or you can call him ruben nimhart two minutes one rebound one assist one steal and truly i feel he's one of the better prospects in this draft top 40 for sure he was not drafted at all found himself a nice spot in cleveland hopefully he gets some opportunity there because he's really talented so Next game is the Hornets defeated the Knicks, 125-114. No rookies were used for the Hornets. For the Knicks, Jericho Sims, 11 minutes. Had three rebounds at one block. Miles McBride, nine minutes, had one rebound. So not really giving them much opportunity to fulfill or succeed, really. So we'll see what happens, though. Next game. The Pelicans defeated the Trailblazers, 117 to 107. Herb Jones started, only had two points, one rebound, five assists, four steals, and one block. Still a category master, but you want more points. Uh, believe it or not, after a great games, I'm always still going to want more. <laughs> but that's how a great coach would tell you himself. So off the bench, Jose Alvarado, six points, three rebounds, three assists, four steals. And Trey Murphy, the third, 10 points, six rebounds, and one steal. For the Trailblazers, Greg Brown, the third, started in the wake of Trenton Wofford being out. Uh, I think somebody else is out, too. But um, anyway, Greg Brown, 27 minutes, had nine points, three rebounds, and three assists, and one block. So good performance filling in, especially right there. Brandon Williams, 27 minutes, had 10 points, two rebounds, 10 assists, and one steal. Uh, Brandon Williams is really finding himself a comfort level in the NBA. Not great. Um, not ever someone that the defense is like focusing on, but he's playing well. Keon Johnson also started for 22 minutes, had seven points, two rebounds, and four assists. And... I think that's it. Let me check this name right here. See if he's a rookie. Nope. So that'll do it with that one. So our last and final game is the Suns playing against the Warriors. 
Right now it's a minute left. The Suns are at 98-97 and have not used a rookie thus far. So we'll see if Jonathan Kaminga can get in the game and win it for the Warriors or not in the last minute. But until then, he's only played five minutes and has no production all across the board. Moses Moody, one minute, no production all across the board. So that's sad to see, but it is what it is. No rookies in either game. So I have to say thank you so much for listening to the All Rookie Podcast. I will go into a recap of those top rookies in case you came in late, missed it, missed one or two. Here we go. Rookies of the night, March 30th, 2022. Let's start with Jalen Green with 32 points. Franz Wagner, 28 and 5. Lindy Waters, a bit of a surprise with his 25 and 4. Davion Mitchell, 24, 5 and 8 assists. Bones Highland, 20 points, 4 rebounds, 7 assists. Terry Taylor, 18 points, 9 rebounds, 2 steals. Scotty Barnes, 17 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. And I could go on and on, but let's just stop there. Um, thank you all so much for listening to the show. If you like the show, like, rate, subscribe, view, comment, all that good stuff. You know, spread this show out to the masses. And uh, when the season's over, I'm going to get to some scouting reports on the rookies, um, mock drafts, all that good stuff. But let's let this season finish first, okay? Before we just jump into something else. We have plenty of time before the draft. So stick with me. <laughs> On Twitter, I'm at William Bill. Thank you all for listening. I'm out of here. Peace.